Hello friend, I'm Mike McCurry. This is Bible Tracked Echoes. I've got a question for you. Don't tune out yet. Have you ever made a mistake? If you're anything like me, the answer is yes. Many, many times over, I've made mistakes. Just errors in judgment, boneheaded problems, and, and just not thinking. Many of those, hopefully, many of those were secluded or, or front-loaded on my life. I made most of those before the age of 16 or thereabouts, or at least let's hope that's the case. But in all seriousness, I get irritated at my own mistakes. Other people's problems, other people's issues of life, I haven't walked a mile in your shoes. I, I can't explain to you exactly why you do what you do. Maybe you can identify me. Other people's mistakes, they don't bother me anywhere near as much as my own. Today, I'd like to share one of those mistakes that for some reason kind of percolated to the top of mind. I'm going to share it with you today. I was maybe eight, nine years old or so, this was something of an uncommon occurrence. Not me making mistakes, I made many of those, but this particular circumstance. My family and I, we were on something of a vacation. We had taken a few days away, and that is not something that happened routinely for the McCurry family. My dad still is, to some degree, something of a workaholic. He is driven, and I appreciate that. I've learned much from him, but when we went on vacation, we vacationed hard, too. There were no leisurely days on the beach. There was no relaxation in hotel rooms. No, no, we were up at the crack of dawn because there was so much to see in so little time. I, I have since come to find that there are two different types of vacations. There is the kind where you actually relax, and there is the kind the McCurry family took. They were not very similar. But this particular vacation, I remember we were going to go to a fancy restaurant while we were on vacation. And this was something of an uncommon occurrence. My father was and still is scrupulously a good steward of what God has given him. Because of that, we did not waste and praise the Lord, we did not want. Truthfully, some of his three boys, actually all three of us, might at times affectionately call my father a tightwad. And it's something that he has uh, a little bit of affinity for, but we say it with the utmost respect because we were raised in such a way that, that debts and credit cards and all these types of things were things to be avoided and uh, things to be careful of at the very minimum. But this day, we were on vacation. Dad was feeling a little generous. We were going to go to a fancy restaurant. I do have to give a little bit of background. I have had, and I'm getting better, something of an unhealthy relationship with food. For a good portion of my life, I've always been known as a big eater, but some self-diagnosing has identified maybe the scarcity mindset of my younger years might be partly to blame. It ingrained in me the need to eat everything in sight whenever possible. Hunger, of course, on the prowl all the time, just over the next horizon. You gotta eat now while you can, Micah. And so that was kind of my thought. Anytime there was food, 
I would eat all of it. Anytime there was mention of food, I began thinking, oh, what am I going to eat? I've got to get as many calories in my face as possible. I've since gotten better and more disciplined. And so, yes, I am anticipating the day my metabolism comes to a screeching halt and uh, I must get a hold of this now. And so we are working on that. But in all seriousness, this particular day, we were hungry. It was a go, go, go type of day. We had a lot going on. And so this expensive restaurant, not usually frequented by our family, we were out of town. It wasn't familiar to us. I'd never been there before. We were in for a treat. Wonder of wonders, dad actually let me pick what I wanted. Now you've got to realize there's an art form to choosing what you want off the menu in the McCurry household. Of course, the top third of the menu, price-wise, was effectively off-limits most of the time. There was no chance. The creme de la creme, the highest uh, levels, uh, not a chance. You had a tomahawk steak for $75? No siree. And far be it from me to be foolish enough to choose that item because my father would instantly put the kibosh on that and he would choose for me. I would get three chicken nuggets or something like that. This particular restaurant, though, dad was feeling extra generous. I knew not to push my luck, if you would, but I noticed as we walked in, the waiter told us there is an all-you-can-eat salad bar and I'm thinking, wow, not only can I eat almost almost anything on the menu within reason, but there's this salad bar that I can fill up. You've never, you've never experienced uh, an all-you-can-eat salad bar like the McCurry's boy and the McCurry boys have. You can put a lot of ham on a salad if you need to to fill up to make up for any lack in other places. I guess, but only partly this particular day looking through the menu. Can you imagine it? Sitting down, somewhat swanky restaurant, not not really top tier. It didn't have Michelin stars or anything, but still, of course, I'm talking about a mistake, and this is where I begin to go wrong. You see, for most of my life, if we went to an Applebee's type place, a Chili's or some run-of-the-mill chain, we often didn't because my family, we like to go to mom-and-pop places, go to places you couldn't just go every day. But I realized that there was a particular item on the menu, most menus, that was a good choice for my situation. If you can't pick from the top third of the menu, you've got to look for that strata right underneath. And so I would choose ribs. Of course, most restaurants, many restaurants, I should say, serve uh, some version of pork ribs slathered in barbecue sauce. Can you think about it now? Don't you wish you had some leftovers in the fridge? You could just go pop it open and open up that to-go container and just dive in. Ah, sounds good, doesn't it? Well, at this point in my life, ribs were a go-to. Here's why. Well, it came with a good amount of calories. Normally, you'd get two sides and maybe even a salad on top of the sides, but normally, it came with a good amount of food. But here was the hack. Here was where I outmaneuvered my dad every once in a while. Chris McCurry, if you're listening, tune out for just a moment, okay? If I asked for the half rack of ribs, that normally sat right about the midpoint cost-wise of most entrees on the menu. But you must realize, my dad is a good steward and he's always looking for a deal. Let's just say, back in the day, you could get a half rack of ribs for $11.99. I'm sure they're more than that now, but 
you realize as you look at that menu for sometimes only $14.99, just $3 more, you could upgrade to the full rack of ribs. And that, of course, was well outside the normal. That was, that was pushing into the top third. I would never ask for the full rack of ribs. I would ask for the half rack of ribs. And then my father, he'd look down. It's a good deal. It's only $3 more. And, of course, he realized there was going to be something of a, of a dad tax, right? He was going to take at least one or two bones, and he was going to eat those because that's what fathers are supposed to do. And so he would recommend the upgrade to the full rack of ribs. You see, this is where I begin to go wrong because I'm looking at a beautiful menu. It's wide and tall and filled with so many great things. And I look down and I see an item called prime rib. I had never had prime rib in my entire life. Some of you, you're chuckling to yourself already. I thought prime rib was just ribs, but better. And truthfully, now that I know, it's probably true. But I thought it was just some super califragilisticexpialidocious version of ribs. The ribs that I normally got. And this one, for some reason, told you in ounces how many, how much there was. I looked down and I saw the midpoint. 12, 16, 24. I said, Dad, could I have that 16-ounce prime rib, and you realize the 16-ounce prime rib, it was pushing the upper echelon of what uh, he wanted to buy for me, but he had told me to pick what I wanted, and that's what I picked, and I did not say the 24-ounce, and so he said, all right, kind of begrudging, he said, all right, and so there I am, sitting with anticipatory glee, shoveling, salad, uh, macaroni salad and potato salad, and yes, some regular salad with generous helpings of, of dressing. And then they bring the food and they set down probably, I don't know what my brothers ordered, maybe some fried chicken or my dad probably got a steak. It was a good restaurant. And then they set down something in front of me. And I felt like everything had gone wrong. You see, I was expecting a steaming slab of juicy succulent very very i was i was already thinking about the barbecue sauce this is a nice restaurant maybe the sauce is homemade and then they sat down in front of me the pinkest piece of meat i'd ever seen in my life now you realize now i enjoy medium rare that's all i really eat i prefer that i almost like it just a little bit on the blue side of medium rare but that day it was hope deferred, and my stomach was sick. You should have seen the look on my father's face as I was disappointed by a, let's say, $27 piece of meat. The au was there. The horseradish was there. I'll be honest with you, today, if I had to pick any cut of meat, prime rib would probably be my favorite. I have put away childish things like ribs, and prime rib, yes, is where it's at. But that day, I was overlooking, and here's the thought for this week. You say, where is the Bible in all this? We'll get four days of Bible. Let me tell the story today, all right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will make application from the Bible and from the story. I was looking past the best. I wanted something inferior. 
You would be hard-pressed to convince me even a well-smoked slab of pork ribs can compete with the best prime rib. But I was disappointed by the best. My question for you is, has there ever been a time in your life, and I'm speaking spiritually, has there ever been a time when you've been disappointed by the best? And when I'm speaking about the best, I'm talking about God's best. Worse than being disappointed, if you will, is choosing purposefully something else. Choosing not to go with God's best because you know better. That's our theme and that's our thought for this week. My name is Mike McCurry. This has been Bible Tract Echoes, and we will open up our Bibles the remainder of this week. If you'd like to hear, as they say, the rest of the story, make sure you tune in all this week. My prayer, as always, is that you have a great day for His glory. We'll plan on talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.